Are we ready? Hi. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, people need to know I drink water, the living water. So today's uh, Anchor Points will be brought to you by Ray, the world's goodest girl. Goodest? <laughs> this is me and my dog, Ray. Oh, so close to my mouth. Welcome to this week's Anchor Points, where we're going back and we're gonna focus in on a couple of quick things from the text that we studied this past Sunday. This is the story where Jesus has this encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well. Really one of the neater interactions we get to see where Jesus is just sort of, he's introducing someone to the Savior for the first time. And that's a really powerful moment. But what I wanna focus on is verses 17 through 19 mostly. And that's the point in the conversation where it sort of shifts from like a casual conversation to a more personal conversation and even a more spiritual conversation. And this I think is one of those things where it's so interesting because these are hard things to do. Like if you've ever had to have a difficult conversation with somebody, maybe at work or with a friend or, or like a husband to a wife or a parent to a child, having difficult conversations is challenging. And Jesus goes about it in a specific way. We can go about it in the same way. We can go about it in different ways, but I think that there's some things that are right at the heart of it. And so I want to talk a little bit about those transitions from casual conversation to more personal and spiritual conversations that we might have opportunities to introduce people to the Savior as well. I think a lot of times asking questions can help you transition into something. Just trying to get a little bit more personal in the conversations is certainly a good route to being in a personal conversation. One of the key things, if you're going to try to get to know people and if you're going to try to start to have more of these gospel-centered conversations, I think you really have to put a premium on understanding the other person's situation from their perspective. That's not an easy thing to do, and I don't think it comes naturally really to anyone, though probably a little bit easier for some than others. You know, you look at the text and you're like, okay, so what was the Samaritan woman's situation? We know that she's been in five marriages. She's like dipping her toes into a sixth. We're not told explicitly in the text why she's been in so many different relationships, but I don't think it's terribly challenging to make some educated guesses. Maybe it was financial in nature. Maybe it was something more like romantic. Maybe it was deeper than that. What we can glean, I think, without really any question is she was doing something that was having diminishing returns and she was doing something that was broken. She was caught in this pattern of brokenness where it was not going to end well for her. It was never going to fill what she needed. As you look in verse 19, the woman answered and said, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, you've well said, I have no husband for you've had five husbands and the one whom you have now is not your husband in that you spoke truly. And then she responds and she says, sir, I perceive that you're a prophet. Our fathers worshiped on this mountain and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. And then Jesus responds. He cuts through that stuff. And when it gets to the end, you see it in verse 26. He just tells her, I am the savior that you've been waiting for. I'm the savior you've been looking for. And it has this tremendous impact on her. Jesus does fully understand her situation. Like I think we need to seek to do as we try to have conversations with people. And then his response to her situation is to share himself and to share who he is and how he loves 
and it changes the trajectory of her life. You even see that it had a tremendous impact on the town that she lived in. We all have spheres of influence in our lives, whether it's at work, whether it's at school, in the home. There's just so many things that we're connected to and so many people we're connected to. And what we're called to do is to take those moments when the time is appropriate and to share Jesus with people who are lost and who are hurting. And I think that one of the primary ways to start those conversations is to use questions to seek to understand the other person's situation from their perspective so that as you share Jesus with them, it connects and you understand how it connects and you can sort of be like the tour guide to help them understand how it connects to their life and their situation. Take those opportunities to get to know the people that you're interacting with and to be Jesus to them. Here's the reality, like if you take the time to walk a mile in someone's shoes, you've stolen their shoes. And so at that point, you can choose to walk whatever direction you want and make sure that while you're doing that, you walk towards Jesus, okay? <laughs> Just kidding. Love on people and love on the Lord. Have a great week, Crossroads. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the dog is walking around in the background of half of your talk. I have to edit her out. I think that I'll she's I'll just fine. put a flying Bible on top. I don't think anybody's hearing the hilarious thing here.